Welcome to the Citadel Builders Podcast. This show revolves around discussions with pleb builders actively looking to create and develop circular economies, advance the use of Bitcoin for long-term savings and day-to-day transactions. We aim to raise awareness of the dangers of ever-encroaching government and corporate surveillance, showing how people can take practical steps to increase their privacy and sovereignty. In so doing, we aim to add our voices to those fighting to reduce the corruption made possible by fiat money and its destructive consequences. Block by block, we build and participate in circular Bitcoin economies of free and sovereign individuals. We are a value-for-value podcast, so if you enjoy listening to the show and you've gotten anything out of it, please hit us up on the Fountain app with a thousand sats, or show us some love over at our main site, tokyocitadel.com. This will be an interview show, so it will not have the main three hosts. Rather, it will just be one host and one guest. And we are live. Welcome to the Citadel Builders podcast. This show revolves around discussions with pleb builders actively looking to create and develop circular economies, advance the use of Bitcoin for long-term savings and day-to-day transactions. We aim to raise awareness of the dangers of ever-encroaching government and corporate surveillance, taking practical steps people can take to increase their privacy and sovereignty. In so doing, reduce the corruption made possible by fiat money and its destructive consequences. Block by block, we build and participate in circular Bitcoin economies of free and sovereign individuals. Today's show is an interview, so we won't have the three regular panelists. Uh, rather, the interview will be conducted by me, Andy, focusing on our guest, Jair. Now, remember, we're a value for value podcast and we recommend at this price point a, a thousand sat uh, boost if you're on uh, the fountain app or a thousand at app gift if you find us through another podcast catcher jair welcome i'm excited to have you here today your knowledge and background are unique and provide an excellent insight into the world of bitcoin thanks for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast yeah, Andy, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me at Citadel, Tokyo. So, let me ask you, uh, can you give us a little bit of a background on yourself, whatever you feel comfortable with? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm an engineer uh, on a daily basis here in, in, in Tokyo for, for a company based in the U.S. And I've been working as, as an engineer in Linux and networking for, for the past 10 years. And um, I, I am an enthusiast, so I'm always trying to learn new new things, new technologies, um, and uh, that's that's basically about me. I, I, I've been li- I live in in three different countries. I born in South America, uh, and then I moved to the United States, and then I moved to Japan. <laughs> In uh, what uh, was was it your work that brought you to Japan uh, in the first place, or did you come here for another reason? Uh, I always was fascinated about the culture of of Japan and also the culture of Europe and uh, United States. So I w- always wanted to explore, and when I had the chance to visit. I decided to to live in Japan or try to find a job in Japan because of uh, their their culture and their, their safe safety of the of the country and um, yeah I think they are very very special t- 
type type of culture. Sure. So the um, about you you mentioned being uh, having lived in, in three different places. Um, what, have you been about in each location about the same time, or have you been in one location more than the others? Uh, in in South America, I was living there until I was. 18 years old, around 18 years old. And then after that, I moved to the U.S. where I lived uh, for about 15 years. And then I moved to Japan and I've been here for about 10 years. And do you have, uh, uh, having lived in, in a bunch of different places, do you have one preference over the other or are you happy kind of wherever you, you find yourself? Yes, uh, I have preference in Japan because of the... The society is, is is very considered. Majority of them, they are very considered, and they 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 are very respectful. And I'm very into that. I really like to respect and be respected, and um, go my way and and let people go there they make their decisions. So I, li I like Japan because of that. Yeah, prefer preferably. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, it's really interesting. A lot of people say that about about Japan when they come, especially if uh, they're coming from somewhere like the U.S. or South America. The uh, the the difference in in cultural standards. Um, so your time in Japan has been uh, primarily working for various companies in 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 different uh, layers of the of the uh, of the internet stack. Um, uh, could you tell me uh, once again what were the uh, what what are the areas that you focus on when uh, with your work? Sure. In in the US I I work for for three letter big companies like IBM. Uh and then I also I also worked uh, for AWS, Amazon Web Services, and I had the chance to work for Bloomberg as well and then I worked for a new company now which is a is is based in San Francisco. Uh, it's called Fastly. And uh, what I do is, uh, at, at the beginning in my career, I was focused on, on managing Linux systems, Linux uh, servers with virtualization and, and physical servers. And then uh, as the technology kept, kept changing and improving, uh, I moved to working with the cloud, with, with different data centers uh, with AWS. And then after that, I did a... Uh, an addition of tools on my on, on my experience, which is networking, and with networks, I got I study and got certified under the Cisco certification of CCNA, and then after that, I just been working as a, as a combination of DevOps, uh, it's a development and operations type of combination where you combine your skills on Linux and skills of networking. Yeah, it's really. I mean, that's fascinating. I mean, I, I'm kind of a moron. I don't exist really in the uh, <laughs> in the tech world. Really, I, you know, I the uh, the other guys in the show are are far more technically uh, aware than I am, and are, are much more uh, uh, computer savvy than me. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, is it normal to have that kind of range of experience within computers? When I think of computers, I think of uh, um, a, a much more uh, focused approach but it seems like you've actually bounced around a fair amount is that is that normal am i misunderstanding that i think it's not it's not normal there's <laughs> a, there's a there's a few amount of people that i really admire 
in the in the field of IT, and uh, I am I've always been a dreamer since I was uh, very very young. So I I never 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 thought in my life that I was going to be living in Japan after 20 or 30 years. I never thought that I I came from a very humble humble community and humble family, and I would say. All the members in my family probably I'm the only one that that learned a different language from them after them besides Spanish, and um, and I always I, I always was very curious about other other cultures and what I saw on TV, what I saw on, on different movies and things like that. So I've been always curious and I stay curious. So I'm always open to try to learn new new things or explore new things open keeping keeping it open mind yes yeah that's fascinating that's cool that's uh it, it it's got to be really helpful to have that that broad range of experience especially when you're when you're uh moving into uh uh new uh something as 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 somewhat uh controversially uh uh what's the word controversially um uh, disruptive as, as Bitcoin, you know, having that flexibility has got to be important, which actually leads me to kind of my next question. You've, you, you've told us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. I'm curious now, um, within that background, where, where along that line, that timeline between three different, uh, areas of the world, did you first run into Bitcoin? Uh, actually because of, because of my background, uh, in the sports, I, I, at the, at the beginning of, of my, of my youth, I, I play a lot of sports. I play for my country, for, for the country of Venezuela for, for, for two years. I, I, I play on the youth national team, volleyball. And, and, um, that, that opened, uh, my curiosity as well, because I, I, because of that, I got the chance to travel around South America um, and also Puerto Rico island as well. So I, I, I heard about Bitcoin, but always I heard was negative, was about drugs. And because of, because of my ignor- ignorance about Bitcoin and the, the, I, I needed to be very, very careful about staying far away from drugs because of my sports, because I was, I was playing for the country. I never have the, the um, initiative to start looking into it. Although I, I look into um, what, what Linux is, which is, which is the operating system where a lot of technologies like Bitcoin run, run in top of. Uh, and I, I was working with the, very basic uh, security uh, uh, portion of Linux, which is the, the security key pair of RSA security. I, I use them in a daily basis for connect communication between the Linux systems. I, I, I was working with that every day, but I never, never relay, re, never got the, the curiosity on that, on that portion to to see how bitcoin really was was working all i heard was that it was used to to buy drugs so and and i i just didn't i i just missed that that boat basically i mean i missed that train 
and because of that curiosity, I was also at that time I was focused more on the sports. I didn't, I I didn't investigate deeper. So I, I, I yeah. So I, I, I looked into it, but I tried to stay away from it because of the drug word, the drug, uh, you know, the title that I was having. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, a lot of people kind of. That, I mean. As as did I. I mean, I remember hearing about it, but the only time I'd heard about it was Darknet, whatever. I didn't even know what a Darknet was, but, you know, you hear, they, they give it a scary word, Darknet, and then, you know, this thing it, you use on the Darknet to buy buy whatever, and you're like, well, it, you know, I, I don't have any particular need for that. So, <laughs> you know, that, that that's not going to do me any good. So, yeah, no, it's interesting. So, it was, so you had actually heard about it for a little while before um, coming in contact with it. Um, I, so, Claire... Here's actually a question. You, you mentioned Venezuela. I know in Argentina, uh, really, on, really early on, there was a bunch of people that um, had started to bring Bitcoin into the country and started to um, disseminate it throughout various parts of the country. Was was there a similar thing going on in Venezuela at the time, or no? Uh, I, I. I don't. I don't recall really. I was not. I was not looking into it. I, I remember seeing in this book, one of these books I was reading these days that uh, I think it was the one thing. It's, it's a book called The One Thing. I, I don't recall the the author, but one of the quotes of the book was that when you when you focus on your goal, uh, you you suddenly start seeing it everywhere. Like for example, if I was interested in in I don't know mangoes. Uh, everywhere I go, I would look into um, the fruit. Oh, they they sell it here. Oh, they have a, they, they they sell it in this shop, or they have wine, mango wine, or they have anything that has to look with with mango. I would look into it, but because I wasn't I wasn't interested in Bitcoin at that time. I I don't I don't know about Venezuela, but I definitely saw it in Japan when I visited in two thousand two thousand one in 2001 was the first time I visited Japan for vacation and I saw that that uh, they, they were um, yeah I think it was they, they were I think there were some some things about uh, electronic payments in, in Japan and things like that uh, but uh, Bitcoin started in 2008 uh, and I and I came back again and then that's when I saw signs of Bitcoin in in the in the streets in Japan, actually, around 2009, 2008, uh, when I came for the for the for the for the second time, actually, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. So it was actually more of a, it was a, yeah, you saw it more here in Japan. Let's um. So you uh, went you 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 told us a little bit about how um, you hadn't been paying much attention to it. With, is it uh, in your youth because of the because uh, you were because uh, as you were on the national volleyball team. Yes. Uh, back in Venezuela, when did you actually first kind of get more of an interest in into Bitcoin? Yeah, uh, I got interested in Bitcoin when when I was living already in here in Japan. So it, I I started I started uh, investigating about Bitcoin in 2019. That's when I started when the 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 flu started here and started affecting everything in the economies and, and the businesses. I, I decided to focus on, on 
studying i had more time for for because i was working from home more, more most of the time i stopped going to the office so i i have more time for me to to read books to investigate to watch videos uh, about different things and the reason why i started looking to bitcoin more was because i i have family abroad and there were there are options to send remittance to united states and south america but they are very very expensive so I was looking for for alternatives, and one of those offers, one of those uh, people that that also mentioned to me here in Japan, co-workers from different countries, also foreigners, they mentioned it to they mentioned that they were using the, the they were using Bitcoin to transfer value between between their country here in Tokyo and and between Japan and the country the abroad the country abroad. So I was I was curious about that, and I I started investigating because of that. So the uh, the remittance thing, I mean, that's become more popular, or that 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 um, narrative for uh, a Bitcoin Bitcoin use uh, obviously became very prominent with um, El Salvador, and now with things like Strike and, and being able to sing, uh, send things back and forth. I think they just opened up a place in the Philippines, but you actually uh, that was so. What you're saying is is that's really what got you focused on it back in 2019 before that was even really a mainstream thing with lightning adoption and whatnot. Correct. Because um, I have, again, because of the, the need of finding options, better options to, to send money and also fr to, to minimize the frustration of, of working with banks and working with banks in, in Japan and banks in the U.S. Uh, it, it's really it was really frustrating for me and also expensive to to send money so i i felt that i was being i was being really uh screwed or really like uh taking advantage of when when you are sending money to 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 another to another country so and then when 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 i when that when those all all those issues start uh showing up because i was living here in tokyo in, in Japan, um, even the banking here is even more strict than the banks in the U.S. So, for my, for, in my opinion, and they they ask a lot of questions, a lot of requirements that you need to have, and you don't feel like you are a customer here. You feel like you are, like you are the, the 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 one that is offering services to the bank instead of the bank offering services to you. Yeah. And and uh, it was a terrible feeling. So I really wanted to stay to find a, an option for that. And I didn't, I didn't know anything about the properties of Bitcoin at that time. Of what were the the the, value, the real value property, which is becoming a, a, a sensory sensory resistant money, uh, really really a real currency, a real option to to replace the the, the fiat and 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 all the the, the IOUs and all that that stuff that doesn't have any. At the, at the end of the day, it doesn't have any value, in my opinion. Now that I understand more more about what the money is and what value is, as you were sending it back and forth, um, did you encounter any difficulty? You were speaking of banks and some of the difficulties there. Did you ever find um, any difficulty with sending it back and forth and trying to use it in that way at that time? Um, because that was pre Lightning and that was pre kind of um, the development of of that service more as a more mainstream thing. So I. I were, were you at, did you ever run into any 
particular difficulties doing that, or were, were you able to fly into the radar without getting trapped by too much? Well, um, when when I, when I was in Japan uh, was before before Lightning, but when yeah. I discovered Bitcoin was after Lightning was in 2019. So Lightning was already available in 2019, and so. So were you able to, I mean, 2019, that was, that was very early on in lightning days. I mean, it had yes. just been 2018. Yes. Were you, were you able to use it uh, if, uh, effectively? Cause I, I know early on they had liquidity problems and payment fails and things like that, but did you ever, were you able to get around that without much difficulty? No, I actually, you're, you're, you're totally right. I, I was not using uh, lightning to do the, the, the remittance to send, to send value. I was using it to. I was starting to investigate into learning about it, and oh, I, I started with I started with Umbra, the the implementation of LND. In this case, it's, it's a software that stack that implements uh, Lightning with LND, the LND implementation of Lightning. And I was I started to studying about it, but the way how I was uh, uh, using remittance was still via uh, the 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 traditional way, the wire transfer, via wire transfer, and and it was it was very frustrating because I needed to pay, I make a payment in Japan side of the banks, and then they explained to me in the bank because I was asking why do I get charged in in the middle of, when I'm sending the remittance, and I was getting charged uh, in some bank at the at the middle, and then I was getting charged again in a, in the bank in the U.S. when the the money arrived. And sending remittances to the to the to South America was a complete nightmare, even even more expensive and more more unreliable for the fam for my family over there. So, I, I I when you ask me what I was doing on that time with Lightning, I was just investigating. I was preparing and looking for a way of how can I use Bitcoin or Lining in the what options I have available. I know that on chain was available, but I was not very familiar with how it worked. So uh, I was just in the research uh, phase, like studying it at that time. Yeah, I see that. No, that's cool. That makes a lot of sense. So when you so let's um, just uh, when you got you first kind of got your exposure to Bitcoin and started to. Um, uh, think of it as a viable option for a need you had in your life. Uh, how long did it take you to go from investigating it to really getting into it and seeing it as, as a viable, useful thing that you, you were participating in? Sure. I think uh, it took me, I would say, one year, one year to really say I understand the the, the Bitcoin value, the the Bitcoin mission, I would say. Um, I I did watch a lot of information. I assimilated a lot of hours. People, there is another another book, Outliers, from Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, he 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 explains about this theory of ten thousand hours to to master a topic and it i would say after a year around a year that was accurate after one year i felt i understood bitcoin i've i seen it at the beginning i was seeing it as another stock i thought it was a 
like a financial type of uh, gamble of the of the of the traditional finance like, like the stock market i was thinking you know you put some money you let it there and then the the, the later is it's just another another part of your portfolio of investments i was thinking that way i didn't know the i i, I didn't understand all the other values that were much more valuable for bitcoin at that time at the beginning but the more i was i was understanding the more i was appreciating the tool and finding much more value about this tool about about this this revolution or or discover discovery of, of bitcoin which part of it did you find more compelling the economic social aspect of it or the uh the technical aspects of bitcoin i i would say i i found different portions of all all, all of them that you mentioned from the from the financial side, I found I, I got I have to get out of my comfort zone because it's something that I never really was good about it or interested about it about finance. I I always I always like to like I I have an example of my mother who grew, she 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 raised a family by herself without without um, a husband. So she was a single mom and she raised her kids and myself by herself. So seeing her working so hard every day and waking up very, mo very early in the morning, it, it taught me since a very early age that hard work pays off at the end. So I was always into, I, I always, I, I'm always based on work a little bit more than what you need to for, for, for the service. So I give a little bit more of service than what I supposed to do based on my, what the, the person hired me for or something. So um, I always have that, that mentality is that money is not really the, the, was not really for me the number one thing in the, in, in my life. Um, but uh, I, I had to study it. So why, why the papers, right? Why the, 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 the fiat existed in Bitcoin forced me to understand about money. What is, what money is that the first time, in 2009, I can tell you that was the first time in my life I understood money. I didn't know idea of how it was created, how how do we end up with that? Uh, why do we find value in a piece of paper or, or or the government or central banks or things like that? So now, uh, because of Bitcoin, I was learning that part. And then also uh, in the other aspect, which is the technology aspect, that one was more comfortable for me because I was all of them were like a light bulb in my in my brain like oh key pair uh, private key and, and public key i use that for linux this is the same one oh yes it's the same it's rsa it's a similar it's a very similar concept so everything was faster and easier to understand the lightning network oh use a peer oh okay it's a peer ip addresses tcp tcp ip protocol okay so let me see and then um uh, OSI model is the same, it's similar. We have hardware, we have we have software, we have the implementation, we have Docker, we have all the application all in top of Linux. Okay, everything was much faster to understand in that side. And but the the the, the moral part also was was excellent. It really clicked hundred percent. I am I'm, I'm one of those uh, person that I really think that. that you know, I like I like what uh, Gandhi said about. I think it was Gandhi that said that 
if you want to make a change in the world, be, be the change that you want to see in the world or something like that. that. That quote is very, very good quote. Yeah. So the, um, you actually, so, uh, it was, uh, the, there, there was a bunch of different parts that, that kind of came together for you. It sounds like that helped you solidify in your mind how this thing would be, would be used. And at, at some point, did you, um, start to reflect on or have a, a have a particular opinion on why you think um, this Bitcoin thing is important? Important, one hundred percent. The aspect of Bitcoin when I when I heard the the three the three main technologies, the the first one was the proof of work. That was right away. I thought this is the way it is. This is the this is the only way. This is if you want to do. If you want to get service, uh, 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 if you want to get a value for your service, you have to give a good service. And I learned this from ja when I moved. Moving to Japan was also very, very good, uh, very good for me to open my eyes on how hard these people work and the quality on the ethic of their work is is number one in the world, in my opinion. I would say close. The closest will be Germany. Uh, maybe or, or or Sweden or or Switzerland, uh, based on the places I visit. I also visit uh, Europe and, and Sweden, and I like to compare. I like to compare the the communities, the the societies, the people. And but Japan goes all it goes very very deep into details and a good service, best the best customer service I ever experienced in my life. So I wanted to learn and, and understand how they can do this. So, uh, so that in, in, in that, uh, the proof of work, uh, of Bitcoin is, in my opinion, is close to perfection, the, 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 that, that portion. Then, uh, the other, the other portion was the, the fact that you can have a Bitcoin ledger that where you have all the records and it could be, and, and it cannot be changed and it's immutable. That was also very, very good for, 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 enlightening me about Bitcoin and and having that proof that nobody can change, it, it, it gave me the hope that one day, someday, we will finally, when everybody understands it, they can they can rely on it. Like the corruption can be completely deleted because of that removed because of that from our from our society. And then the third one which is very engineering one, in my opinion, like it's very, very innovative was the difficulty adjustment, which is how this person or this group of person, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, was able to to engineer this with all these computers all around the world and having this difficulty adjustment to to make the protocol work that way the way it works. Yeah, that yeah that that's kind of unique. I don't uh, I don't know if there's a lot of people that would combine. Um, those three elements as kind of what led them to their uh, uh, was was a kind of the, the the impetus for their for their for their fascination with with Bitcoin. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, proof of work um, is is kind of what uh, excites me about it in a lot of ways. The difficulty adjustment is um, is a unique concept. Um, do you? Uh, so th this is actually just a general question that that difficulty adjust adjustment. Um, does that, uh, do you see that pop up in other areas of your work or is that kind of a unique thing that, uh, Satoshi came up, came up with? No, it's, um, uh, the, the, 
I, I, I got super excited when I when I study about it because I, I read a, f a number of books about Bitcoin. Uh, I read uh, uh, one very good book from from Jan uh, Pritzker. He's one of the members of Swan Bitcoin, uh, an organization that I really have a lot of respect for because they make educational uh, content about Bitcoin. And they with that, that book is a free it was it's a free book to download and an audio book as well. So I, I listened to this book and read it twice and I understood a lot about those technologies. But you, going to your to your question about your question of uh, you know, like you say, not many people will be just going to Bitcoin and, and try to, to get excited about this specific portion. It's not because it's not because I, 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 the reason why I was excited about it is because I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast in technology. So it, for me, it was very similar to in, in, in other companies, in IT companies, we have things that are called high availability, for example, uh, which means it's just uh, having a layer of protection in case of uh, an issue happens in your network or in your, in your company. Uh, is, is being high available or have have access to technology highly available if something crash another server comes up and bring, bring the service back and the difficulty adjustment is it has it's not that but is it has some it, it will need to it will need to use an algorithm it will need to use some mathematical equation it will need to use some some very very smart code behind that to balance uh, the load of, of what, uh, in that case, I, I believe is, is the hashing. So it, it, it manages the load of hash. If, the, if there's more hashing, it, 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 uh, it adds more difficulty to how to discover that special, specific number of Bitcoin, which is, it, we can go very technical, but I will try to keep it very general, very, very general. So, uh, so yeah, so that that part was very exciting to me because it also it also is close to what I do for every day for work. But uh, learning how Bitcoin were using it for the protocol itself was very exciting as well. Very very interesting. Yeah, that yeah that 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 is um, that is fantastic. The um, the proof of work element as well. I mean that one. <clears throat> Uh, that one, uh, as you were describing it and what, what, what you appreciated about that, that one for, I think, um, as you described it and for a lot of people, that just becomes almost a, a life, <laughs> a life lesson. Um, it's, it's not just the, uh, the elements of the, of, of the mining operations and, 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 and going, going through and, and, and mining the Bitcoin itself. But I mean, it, it it's right. kind of a, a, a life lesson for those who get into Bitcoin. Um, and, and it really is, uh, is, is an example or is, uh, is the euphemism for how we look at a, a lot of the way of life. Do you, do you agree? Absolutely. hundred percent. Because, uh, like I say, I, I, I saw my mom working so hard and, and I see some people that don't work too hard, but they get, you know, they get paid pretty well. And I was always curious about it. Why this person gets so much, so much value. And this other person that is working so hard doesn't get the same, uh, you know, value. And sometimes it's sometimes it's, it's unfortunate because, for example, if if you if you live in the in the United States for 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 a while, you will notice that the people that most of the people that 
offer the services like cleaning or or maintenance or or construction they most of the time they are foreigners they are people from from different countries uh, including mexico for example uh, which i i have a lot of big appreciation about about them i have many friends from mexico and i appreciate them a lot and also from china as well and these people work very hard and they 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 work super hard but if they were working in their country they probably would never have reached the amount of 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 quality of life that they will have in in the United States, for example. Yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah, I think that I think that's fantastic. The um, and that actually kind of leads me to another question. We've been talking about uh, um, uh, how you got into Bitcoin, and this overlaps a little bit with kind of uh, a question that I have for you: is um, why do you think uh, Bitcoin is important? Uh, I think Bitcoin is the is the only. As of today, 2023, 2023, for me, <clears throat> is the only option we have, the only hope we have to to change the to change our lives, everybody, everyone's lives for for a little a little bit more inclined to a better better future and better life, better hope. It's not going to stop Russia from from invading Ukraine or from China invading Taiwan uh, or Hong Kong. So it would not stop that because unfortunately humans, uh, they are good humans and they're they are not very good humans. They are greedy, they're greedy, greedy humans, greedy people. And there are other people that are more, more humble. Um, it would not stop those things. I, 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 I believe this is in, is part of human humanity, um, but it, it can make it a little bit more difficult to happen. And it, and and if everybody understands Bitcoin, I think it, it will be a, a different world. So that's why I think Bitcoin is very very important, and it's the only hope I I have in, in this world at the moment. It's my my only hope, and that's why I spend as much as I can learning about it, understanding it. And, and sharing and trying to build on it as well. Yeah. Do you, um, so as, uh, Bitcoin has relevance for, uh, different people at different, uh, times in their lives for different people in different places, as you've bounced around, um, to, uh, different parts of the world, um, Japan, the U S and South America, in each of those places, do you see, um, the use of Bitcoin as important in different ways or is it kind of universal? Yeah, is is these these aspects are universal, and and the universal aspect will be that hopefully one day we can all transact with one with one uh, value, uh, in this case, uh, Bitcoin. If we can imagine eliminating all these boundaries boundaries about wire transfers and banks in the middle and people in the middle and trust in in people. If we can eliminate all that between countries, that will be very, very useful for everyone, very help, very helpful for everyone, for the people. It will not be that very good for the banks and the bankers, but <laughs> that that will be that will have to happen. I really, really think it needs to happen. Um, but uh, for each country in South America, because of the corruption, it will help a lot. It will help in many, many, many ways because to eliminate a, a little bit of the corruption. 
I, I live there and I've seen the people and I know how corrupt the people is over there because of the needs. They have a lot of needs, a lot of, a lot of ignorance and needs. And then, um, of course, not everyone, but it's a large amount of people that is not educated in finance or, or general education at all. And then we have the United States, which has a large population of very educated people. And then it has a, a, an amount of population that are not educated as well. And in the U.S., will help with with uh, improve life, improve the the quality of the of the country. United States, one of the best countries I ever been in. My, in I lived, uh, and and I was I never thought that there were also negative things in the U.S. and and there are a lot. So especially with with uh, the, the 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 past few years and. And it can improve. It can improve a lot of things. Uh, they have the the, the strongest uh, fiat currency, which is the U.S. dollar. But um, I think uh, I, I think this, any not anytime soon is they are going to be seeing something like devaluation, like Venezuela or Argentina. But suddenly <laughs> they might they might start seeing those things if, if they if they start taking things for granted every time every every year that pass um in japan is very special it's very different very interesting because for for japanese in my opinion they they have the this respect big big respect about the emperor about their their currency and for them the japanese yen is very very important they don't i don't think that a lot of them even though they are, they might be curious or they might think about oh bitcoin might be interesting to see or, or if they understand Bitcoin they might think oh it, it could be a very good option for for us in, in in Japan to improve the life of the Japanese people but uh, a lot of them will say I will I, I think a lot of them will say I, I see the option of Bitcoin but I will continue with the Japanese yen because I am loyal to my emperor and loyal to my country and and uh, I, I think they, they that's how they think sometimes they don't they don't think they can improve or change their life by by themselves. They they think, in my opinion, they they, they really rely in 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 the government and some superior that can tell them what to do. Unfortunately, that importance of, of Bitcoin is, is kind of seen place to place. Uh, going forward, um, do you see it having a unique uh, importance in? In anywhere in particular, and I guess I'm kind of thinking of, of Japan. Do you? Uh, uh, why do you think over time Bitcoin will, or do you think uh, Bitcoin in in time will have a kind of a unique importance in in somewhere like Japan? Yes. <clears throat> so Japan is going to be uh, an interesting place and a big challenge for me, but I will work the rest of. Uh, I'm planning to do. Uh, the best I can for the rest of my life to to educate about Bitcoin and to and to use Bitcoin and to show Bitcoin in Japan. The reason why is because I want to really show them that there is a that there is a better option than than just fo- than than just following the, the the Japanese yen and the fiat. Uh, that there are options and and I discovered that they do they do believe that there are options. For example, uh, when I came here in Japan for the first time in twenty in two thousand one. It was very hard for me to to find wire, wireless wireless access points. Uh, you needed a specific text message with with, a, with one of those text uh, phones, 
uh, and it was really tough. There was no Google Maps. There was no, a lot of technologies that we have in the United States, they were not here. And then when I came back in 2008, 2009, I, I started seeing that there were more access points. There were more wireless technology available for people, even for foreigners that were coming here. Google Maps was starting, was working. For the first time in 2000, I think it was 2012, when I came back for, for work for the first time in 2012, I saw uh, people was looking at the at Apple. Uh, they were looking at the iPhone, at least. Uh, so I think they they move very, very carefully. They move very slowly. And actually, during the, during the time when I came in 2020, 2009 and 2012, during those times, during those years, I, I remember that, imagine, think, Bitcoin started in 2008, around 2008. And Japan already in 2009, they were having, you know, signs of bitcoin and accepting trying to adopt it and things like that uh they were they are very open to those kind of innovations but the sad part was that the lack of understanding on that part of how exchanges worked and the big event that happened in japan was the mount god uh hack and that really scared in my opinion a lot of people to to get involved or, or try to be curious about the technology and the japanese people uh for example i i noticed that companies like apple or companies like newer companies as well like uh block or, or square they, they they come to japan and 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 i'm pretty sure it's very tough to to gain the opportunity or the the, the confidence from the japanese people to let you use the, your technology in, in their country. It's very, very tough and it takes a lot of time to to proof of concept showing showing it to them because I do it in my job and I and I experience it in my in my, my my myself. So as long as you provide good examples, clear, concrete examples with good data, with good outcome, and and you don't basically you don't mess 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 up anything they will be open to 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 adopt it to study it because they will just continue to make you better they will improve it for they will help you improve because they will have a lot of feedback and that's how that's how the japanese culture is they see something they stay away from it they observe it they see some value if they see the value they start looking at it and then they start providing feedback or they try to copy it and make it better that's what I noticed they do here in Japan very, very well. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that's interesting. The um, I think you've you've touched on um, uh, a point which people might not realize who are outside of Japan, but those of us in Japan uh, know very well that although Bitcoin has roots here, some very early roots, adoption is very, very low. Um, so I'd be curious your thoughts on. Um, why 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 adoption hasn't um gone quite as well here as it has as it has in other places and what what you think going forward would be uh necessary to see adoption increase in japan yes uh so as i mentioned i think uh the reason why it hasn't been adopted um as fast is is because all the 
or all the events that have that have been uh, you know happening during during these past ten years uh, or, or Bitcoin is being is being alive about fourteen years now. But um, since the start, you know, since the start, uh, Mount Gox, um, the the Canadian exchange issue, uh, then uh, the China ban, and then uh, the the FTX thing. So there there been a lot of a lot of events that the Japanese really, really, in my opinion, they really don't investigate deeper but they just follow what the what the news is showing or they, they really they really gossiping type of type of society as well they really follow a lot of the news and and and, and they don't really go deeper into the details to understand so that that in my opinion will cause delays on adoption or or at least to take a look at bitcoin and try to understand it and also the second part is that there's no much there's no much education about Bitcoin in Japan, in my opinion. I I I think there are small groups of of Japanese people, especially Diamond Hands, who uses a lot of Lightning Network. Uh, there is a group of that, and there is a group of like Citadel Tokyo, which I finally found uh, found you guys in very recently, um, and. There were other there were other places I I heard about Bitcoin, but I, I heard about these these other things as well, which are altcoins, and I don't I'm not uh, I don't see any value on that. And 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 at very at very very early time when I, they started talking to me about all those other ones, I found that there were no no value at all compared with with the value that Bitcoin was bringing. Um, and that that also that also is it, it will it will be part of delaying the, the adoption, not understanding Bitcoin and trying to be and be be a little bit uh, skeptical or scared about about it because you might lose value, you might lose uh, money, or you might get hacked. Uh, they don't understand that it, the, the concept of keeping your private keys with yourself and so you can be on of you of your value. Uh, they don't understand it, but I think if, if there is more education in Japan, I think they will be more open to explore it. Yeah, it was interesting, you know, over this past 2020 to 2022 cycle, uh, seeing it here, um, the the Bitcoin craze didn't really come. Even the altcoin uh, craze didn't really happen here. But what did show a little bit of interest was uh, NFTs of all the stupid things in the world to be excited about. It was NFTs. So the Japanese culture just kind of uh, latched on uh, latched on to that, um, which was interesting. Uh, did you see during the hype cycle of 2020 to 2021, 22, did you see anything in particular that the Japanese kind of gravitated to uh, toward beside the NFT? Or, uh, or did you see them attaching to... Uh, altcoins in a particular kind of way because i know bitcoin got a lot of press on the news but I, I i didn't notice a real increase in adoption yes i agree with, with what you're saying i i only in japan i i heard <clears throat> i heard a lot about um, number goes up and it was a bull run and i think uh, they call it bull run like it was like a, a I mean, when 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 Bitcoin was adopted, well, was was added to the 
Tesla balance sheet, everything, everyone was went crazy. And uh, was a, uh, I, I heard a lot about Bitcoin. I didn't hear too much about NFTs or or other altcoins much, but I heard this uh, uh, from from different groups that I I listen to or, or people in the streets, Japanese and no non Japanese. They were thinking, oh, should I put money on different of these altcoins and maybe one of them will go up and I will make some money uh, or I should put money in Bitcoin because it's going up. It's, it's being adopted by Tesla. So maybe it will be adopted by other technology companies as well. So I, that's what I heard. Most of that uh, during, during that time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That was, um, yeah, it'll be interesting going forward. I mean, you have um, what looks like, at, uh, we're recording in uh, in, in mid-February uh, 2023, and uh, the SEC has just started to crack down in the U.S. on altcoin exchanges. Um, you've had uh, the development of ordinals. I'm not sure uh, your opinion on that, um, but that's kind of like an NFT thing on, on Bitcoin. Um, a lot, so there's a, and where the U.S. goes, the banking system goes. Um, the, the Japanese soon follow, I think, so that, you know, we might see some, we, we just had Kraken leave. We'll see what happens with some of these other exchanges like Bitflyer. Um, I'm not sure what that will entail or what that will, will mean for, for Japanese retail investors. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that with uh, the development of what's going on in the U.S. and, and what will happen here in Japan um, or if they start to adopt uh, things like um, if if they get any traction with things like ordinals over here, any thoughts on on that here in Japan? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a big concern. I'm I'm very concerned about what what the ordinals uh, fear and uncertainty and doubt is bringing to to the Bitcoin community. It's it's concerning, and but it's concerning. But I believe that. If 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 there are really true true Bitcoin Bitcoin Bitcoiners, um, when they understand the Bitcoin um, uh, properties, I think they will they will know that this is not the, the Bitcoin protocol is not for that, um, and and they will understand that it will, this will bring negative uh, negative things to 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 the Bitcoin protocol. So I think they will stay away from that. In my opinion, I and will never do that. I will never think about doing that because it's just it's just thinking the same way as I work in a production system. I will not be adding other things that that will clog or will will co take more space or will will make the system slower if it's not necessary, if it's not needed. Um, so I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, ordinary is a concern. I hope this fad pass and and some people a lot of people in order to add ordinals into the blockchain of the bitcoin blockchain it's going to it takes a, a level of of knowledge in technology so not many people that are bitcoiners or, or or understand bitcoin are really into technology they also are into the moral moral aspect or into the financial aspect of bitcoin so i think is it might it might pass um Hopefully, I hope it's not something that 
keep growing and, and things like that. But it's definitely a possibility for attack of other haters, like from the altcoin uh, industry. Uh, so we have to be we have to be careful uh, ourselves, especially the, the Bitcoiners that have the the experience of using technology, understanding it. We we need to be part of of, of bringing ideas, provide feedback, investigate, stay stay aware, uh, keep the be, be a, a, stay aware of, of all these issues. Um, the, that what was the other the other uh, the other question on there was the originals but there were oh there was the, the the banking system because uh Kraken um the SEC, <laughs> SEC just sued uh Kraken uh last uh, I think it was last, I think it was on Friday or they um they had, they I forget exactly what happened they 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 uh, had some kind of judgment against them and they came to a conclusion where they would stop the staking services and in Japan that isn't applicable yet but where the u.s um uh sec and the the banking system go japan soon follows do you see uh similar things coming down for uh the uh the broader crypto industry here in japan over the next coming weeks and months yes i i absolutely see that coming i i follow a lot uh michael saylor and also cory clipston uh, both of them, they've been bringing this for 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 the for the past two years, and definitely this is going to to happen. It's inevitable, in my opinion, because the 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 more the more the people understand, they will they will realize that this is just uh, it's just an, an a gambling and, and and it's gambling and it's also just another version. Uh, more insecure version uh, of, of the banking, the current banking system, and is is uh, is uh, I I hope it happens faster. Uh, I'm very glad uh, what happened to to these events these past two years uh, about this, you know, these stable coins and things like that, the, the Luna disaster and and the FTX disaster. I'm glad that this happened because is 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 good to. For the Bitcoiners, for the non-Bitcoiners that are following those altcoins, it's, it's a lesson for them. Uh, too bad that some people will lose money and lose their value and, and you know, life work. It's very sad, but it's a, it's a, sometimes you have to, to learn the hard way. Um, but um, I, I think, yes, I think you know, uh, Japan has the, the tradition of, of following what the United States do. Uh, in terms of the banking system, um, I think uh, I, I really hope that they they they, they do not uh, try to copy the CBDC type of things. Uh, I hope they stay away from that. Um, I'm not too concerned because we have Bitcoin already and it's strong and it's decentralized. It's the only decentralized technology, in my opinion, after the the Tor network and and after. Maybe Nostar that is trying to get very decentralized as well, um, but uh, but uh, yeah. So that's that's the that's my opinion on 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 that about the banking or about the, the yeah about that, that 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 portion. Yeah. So with um, with that, do you think um, come going forward? Do you think that um, is will 
uh, all that we've been talking about will hurt uh, Bitcoin adoption in Japan or it will just be uh, a slight bump. And on following up with that question is what uh, is there is there something in particular that you would that you, that you think is important to help drive more adoption in Japan? Sure. Let, let me take one step back because I didn't answer your question about the the, the exchanges. Um, yes, I'm also I'm con a little bit concerned about the you know the the exiting of Kraken Japan, leaving leaving Japan for second time. I I believe it's the second time that they they close business here. Um, I heard that. And we ha we now know about Bitflyer, which is one of the, the exchanges here in Japan. But these these issues about exchanges uh, is something that also bring get us out of our comfort zone, and we have to find tools and ways that more properties from Bitcoin that we can we can use to either ask people to pay us on Bitcoin for our services uh, for good goods and services or we can also find other tools out there, which I didn't know before. Like they are like the like the non known your customer type of tools, like uh, what they call non KYC type of tools, like BISC or or Huddle Huddle, so where you can go peer to peer and you can buy and uh, and invest uh, exchange fiat for Bitcoin. So. Those, those those type of options I'm, I'm I'm researching now and looking, and this is going to be important for for everyone in Bitcoin in Japan because we are here in Japan and we don't have all those options like Strike yet, or or other options like, uh, like Kraken is gone already, so we don't have uh, I I don't think we have a Binance here in Japan, uh, which is another exchange to get Bitcoin. So for the retail. It's going to be a learning a learning curve, so we have to find other ways to to not rely in in, in exchanges and try to find ways to do more peer to peer of, of Bitcoin. That would be uh, helpful for the adoption as well. Yeah, it's uh it's step by step. It's a, it's a really interesting uh, country here in Japan, and uh, seeing it uh, grow. Hopefully, you can uh, be a, be a part of uh, of bringing that in, and that actually kind of leads me to. Um, uh, 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 some of uh, a little shift in, in what I wanted to talk about. So as we're talking about you and as you're kind of doing different things, I'm, I'm curious what you're focusing on now. Uh, I have kind of two parts. These are bigger questions than we can develop them fully. The first part is kind of like, what are you focusing on now? What, what is exciting in, in, in uh, Bitcoin at the moment? And then on top of that, what, what exactly are, uh, are you working on these days when it comes to, to Bitcoin? So take the first part of that to go and then we'll build from there. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm excited about Bitcoin because of all the development has been happening uh, today. So we have we have a large number of Im implementations now, more more solid implementations on the Bitcoin layer two, which is the Lightning Network. Uh, it, it, it definitely accelerates the adoption and and the, the pay micro payments in different commerces. So commerce. So it's very, very, very good technology and good, good tool for for the excitement of of usability of Bitcoin as a medium of exchange, and uh, also to transfer as a store of value. You can transfer the value uh, that way as well, and store. So there's more, there's more 
wallets uh, or, or signing devices uh, that are coming out more user-friendly and more user-friendly for, for retail and normal people as well that are not just technology savvies or, or hackers or cyberpunks or things like that. And we are, we're also having, um, I, I see uh, Strike, uh, I see, which is one of the companies that leverage the, the, the Lightning Network and Bitcoin as well, on-chain and off-chain. And, and, and also uh, the, the, is partnering with other companies like in, in Africa, South Africa and, and Africa countries like Nigeria, Ghana, Kenya. Uh, also countries like in the Philippines is, is getting into the Lightning Network as well and, and adopting Bitcoin and using Bitcoin on, their, on their, the islands and the touristic areas, which is very exciting. Uh, Argentina as well is, is, is looking into Bitcoin, uh, is looking into Strike, is working, accepting in the, the, the use of, of Strike in, in Argentina. So I'm very excited about all those things that are happening. And, and the, there's a, there's a lot of good, great work that is, is, is on, on the field right now. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, what I'm doing myself, uh, to to help Bitcoin in any way possible is uh, what I do right now in my uh, in my free time is I I investigate and research about the Lightning implementation uh, of Bitcoin and I try to understand the concepts different concepts that are essential for for the use of Bitcoin. Because uh, in Japan, the first thing that normal people will ask me is how to use it or can you show me how it works or why do I need to use it or why it's different. So what I do is try to educate myself as best, I can, as, best as I can. And also because I, I have a cer certain level of understanding in the technology, I want to improve that, that level of knowledge so I can contribute to the code to improve the code or to or do... Uh, what they call pull pull request uh, revisions of the code uh, more deeper, like being able to read the code and, and review and also provide feedback for, as a user, I have this, this advantage that I work for companies that are, are offering services to, to normal users. And, and I need to be in the middle as well to, to translate difficult concepts in technology to, to an easy, easy and, and better way to understand it for normal people, easier way to, to get, understand these concepts. Um, and also I have a, I, I also work on, on a small YouTube channel that I, I prepare myself, which I will try to grow more and more. Uh, and I will be posting in this YouTube channel videos where I, where I post what I learn. And uh, I, I need to try to make it more user-friendly because right now it's very technical. So it will be beneficial for some people that have knowledge about technology, but not very, very, very helpful for some other person that is not as computer literate. And I will be, that's what I will be working on, bringing the, 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 the complex concepts into a basic, more easy to understand concepts uh, here in Japan where I can try to to uh, educate Japanese and no Japanese people uh, about Bitcoin and the Lightning Network. That's what I've been working in my free time. 
Yeah, you mentioned uh, the, the technical gap between some people. Do you see that as um, how, how much of a barrier do you see that? So in, in your work, as you're trying to do education and, and push different um, avenues of, of, of adoption, um, how much is that ev- education gap a problem? And is that something that needs to be uh, fixed uh, via via the, you know, just uh, main sourced wallets? Or is that something that uh, you think is kind of the responsibility of, of users to kind of is, is to, is to get acquainted with the tools that are available. Um, I would say it's, 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 it's both is the users and also the, the, the developers and, and us, the ones that use the technology and, and try to, to share how to, to educate about it is, is both. So, in my in my case, in my opinion, I will be sharing and talking about Bitcoin, so I have to be prepared. I need to understand the essentials. I need to understand the tools, and I need to understand what is the problem that Bitcoin solves. Uh, for other people, for the normal people, um, sometimes uh, they probably don't know. They're just ignorant, like I was in, in in 2000 or 2008 2009 i was ignorant about bitcoin and i wish i could have someone like like with with some experience that could have tell me or show me the 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 value some sometimes it's just people that is ignorant and don't know um that's why we need in japan more awareness but we need to be very very prepared when the questions come and also not just talk about it, but also we need to prepare a proof of concept, like showing, uh, for example, having a wallet in your in your mobile and showing how it works is, is, is like they say, a, a, a picture or an image is, is, is more valuable than a thousand words, for example. Um, some people learn by listening. Some people learn by seeing, by watching the example. So we need to prepare on the, all those 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 ways, and and uh, I, that's what I I do myself. And I recommend people that talks about Bitcoin, not to be super technical about the code. I don't think it's a gap that then the, everyone has to be uh, hackers and technologies engineers, but. Uh, at least they, I'm sure that people are familiar with using PayPay, with using Alipay, with using uh, some electronic wallet from their bank here in Japan, and they are they're familiar with the, the ticketing system in the in the trains and things like that. So learning how to do another payment like Apple Pay or Google Pay as well it is not going to be difficult. I think that part should be simple. I think in Japan, specifically in Japan. And this is uh, more just a side question. As, as as you're as you're thinking about these kind of tools and developing these kind of tools, are you a custodial wallet or a non-custodial wallet kind of guy? Um, personally, um, I'm not custodial, but I like to have reliability. So sometimes uh, I do have other custodial wallets in my phone that. If I will need to show them to someone, I will I will have them there with some few few sats to show them and, and and explain what the difference is, because not everyone will will have the technology or the patience or the need 
or to, to have a, a node running a, a Bitcoin Core node or a Lightning node in their house. So, uh, but they need to understand the the risk and understand the risk. So, so they need to understand how much they can they can have in this this type of system and, and the risk. So it's, it's it's very valuable to understand that. And do you have um, uh, a, a favorite custodial wallet and a favorite non-custodial wallet? Um, I do. I do. I wouldn't mention the ones I have. Uh, I, I do use Zeus wallet for non-custodial to connect and manage my node uh, remotely. Uh, for custodial, I, I do have... Uh, one called Wallet of Satoshi that I have it, I have it there, but I don't use it really much. And then there's another one called Blue Wallet, which I also have it in my phone, but I don't use it much either because those two were the ones that I learned at the beginning of my my journey of learning about Bitcoin. But uh, I definitely have a level of understanding that I prefer not not to use custodial wallets. Um, and also, I I do like moon wallet for non-custodial as well and those are the recommendations i have them as, as tools of education and if if someone asks me i will explain what is the risk and what's the difference between custodial where you have to put your trust on an organization or some someone and non-custodial where you are you will need more understanding and and, and you will have more responsibility to manage your your your, your, your value yourself Cool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. One of the, um, uh, as we're talking about kind of things that you're working on and, and focused on on here to get back to, to you, as, as we were, we were uh, uh, getting ready for this, you mentioned um, a focus on proof of sale systems. Um, and something that I, I, I'd never come across before, was it Kubernetes? What, what, uh, can you explain your focus and uh, what you're, you're interested in both the proof of sale system and uh, I, whatever a Kubernetes is? Sure. Uh, so point, point of sales is uh, similar to what, uh, you know, the, the little boxes, white boxes that you see in businesses like cafe, cafe places like Blue Bottle Cafe, for example. They have this white square, it used to be called Square, the company is from Jack Dorsey, the creator of the, the founder of Twitter. He has a company called Block and he uses these points of sales that uh, he distribute in different different places, and Japan is one of the countries that, that accepted that that they open it to to use their technology. So they're using uh, Square or Block uh, points of sales, but we do, in, in Bitcoin we do have a point of sale system that is open is completely free software and open source, and um, it's called BTC Pay Server. And I do use BTC Pay Server myself. I install it, I configure it, and I'm I'm integrating it with 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 the Lightning Network. So what I do is I have this small site. It's a website with with its own security certificate. So everything is secure and encrypted. And when the people, when I do some service on education or I do offer services in Bitcoin, I tell them to pay me on on Bitcoin, so they can. I sometimes do this kind of services remotely in another country as well, not just in Japan, but in Japan, I will be trying to focus 
in Japan, uh, after I get more settled in, the, in Japan, in this country, I will be focusing on that, on basically going to commerce places and talk to them about Bitcoin, talk to them about the Lightning Network and the option that Bitcoin has, which is another option. It's just like adding another payment rail, like Apple Pay or Google Pay or, or Alipay or the, one of those. And the difference is that when when the, the the country opens again and the tourists start coming to Japan, the business will have the option to also receive another type of payment, better payment, but they don't know that yet, but they will be able to accept Bitcoin with with a point of sales like BTC Pay Server. Um, the other technology I was talking about that I'm focusing myself is Kubernetes. It's, it's pronounced Kubernetes. Kubernetes. And Kubernetes is an open source. Uh, it's open source and is is funded by by Google. It's created by Google. And what this does is a tool that it's a very very advanced tool to manage containers, to manage systems that you can orchestrate. Which means you can orchestrate means you can tell them what to do in certain in different certain uh, situations. So. Uh, if if I'm running five uh, or ten lining nodes, I can be I can be running these nodes and I can manage them depending of the load. If I have more customers demanding or making payments, there will be more nodes starting up. For example, I power on I power on one node or two nodes, and these two nodes are offering payments for different people. And we have, uh, for example, an event like the, the, the Olympics or some kind of big event, like, uh, for example, if there is a Bitcoin conference in, in Tokyo, I'm, I'm expecting that there will be more people coming to Japan and making payments and transactions in Bitcoin. So the Kubernetes systems are tools that can help uh, to manage the, the load, to manage the, it's kind of like a, having a difficulty adjustment type of project on your nodes to make sure that the nodes start and go goes up or go down depending on the load. So that's why I'm focusing on learning more about that technology called Kubernetes, uh, which is, is a Docker uh, orchestration tool. Yeah. And with um, the, the Kubernetes and the, the POS, do you have any kind of plans in the background for something that you want to release? Are you working on anything in the background or is that uh, still in development? Uh, in what I'm, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, to do or what I'm planning to do is to leverage tools that already exist. Uh, I don't need to, I don't see the need myself now to create a, a, another tool, but uh, leverage Kubernetes tool with the BTC pay server as well, and the Lightning Network and Bitcoin. So all the tools are there. And, and what I want to do is I want to make sure I, I, I have a good, good proof of concept, a good, good system that I can demonstrate easily and explain how to be installed and what is the cost and, and how, what is the difficulty for, to maintain and, and if it can be maintained by the commerce owners or if I have to offer the maintenance. Um, do that myself. Uh, that's that's what I'm. That's what is in my in my horizon. I'm I'm thinking on that uh, when I get more settled. 
because right now I'm I'm still working full time for a for a fiat company, but my goal is this year or next year 2024 hundred, uh, work work 100% or at least 80% in bitcoin dedicated to bitcoin and then 20% on 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 other things look forward to uh to to seeing what what comes out of uh, of of your work on these different things i know we've talked uh, a little bit about it and i'm sure there'll be more coming as time develops and um as we're starting to wind down here um I was. I have two final questions. One: What do you think is the most important thing for um, for us to be focusing on in moving forward adoption um, in Japan and globally? Um, and then after that, uh, the, the the final question for you is going to be: uh, What is your opinion on Bitcoin citadels, and do you think uh, one could be built here in Japan? Sure. Um, so, about the 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 citad, uh, Sorry, the, the first question was. Oh, my... uh, adoption. What do you, What do you think is uh, if you had to pick one most important thing for driving adoption in uh, uh, here in Japan and uh, and globally? What would it be? Right. Uh, okay. So, what my my feedback, my advice to Citadel Tokyo and other Bitcoiners in Japan and around the world is to prepare, to prepare yourself to understand the essentials of Bitcoin, prepare the best you can, and also uh, have uh, tools like, for example, what you what what you were mentioning uh, about custodial and not custodial wallets. Uh, tools that people will use in the everyday life and and that and will solve a problem. Otherwise, people will not be interested or will not look into it. Um, uh, I I I would say focus on that. Focus on on education. On a very big example is what Swan Bitcoin does. All the all the projects they do are amazing. They are the best, in my opinion, to to learn about Bitcoin. So it's a good good company, good organization to follow and to learn from. Uh, I think uh, the Citadel Tokyo is doing an excellent job. We don't have, um, uh, I don't know any other podcast that has the value that this podcast is offering and it's very new. And and finally, I, I'm glad that this is happening. Uh, there's a lot of room for 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 this to, to, to grow in Japan because there is none. In my opinion, I haven't heard any other podcast about Bitcoin in Japan. And for adoption in, in Japan will be that this is a very good start. A podcast, uh, meeting, meetup group, uh, workshops, uh, proof of concepts. Uh, show, again, proof of concept showing how, for example, inviting different people and showing to the Japanese groups on in Japan to Japanese and, and non-Japanese here in Japan how we set up uh, a lightning node or how we set up a bitcoin node with 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 a with a wallet that you run in your desktop or a wallet that you run in your phone uh how to make payments micro payments how to do uh how to set up uh, a point of sale like btc pay server for example so if you have a commerce and you want to set bitcoin payments you 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 can show them how to do it so all these projects 
there is a lot of, of, of projects that you can cut, but you can, you can divide in a small tasks or small portions of the projects. And, and, and then, and then you can, I think that that would be a great, great initiative for, for the adoption in Japan. Uh, I think. And, and the, the second question was. So, uh, the, uh, the Citadel builders we are for our right. initial episode was kind of about, uh, the, the, our agreements and disagreements and our, how we think about the, uh, the idea of Bitcoin citadels, your right. opinion on a, on a Bitcoin citadel, is it possible? And could we make one here in Japan? Right. So I was listening to, I listened to part of the first, uh, episode and I need to complete the episode and I loved it. The, all the conversation that was there was very, very, very good topics. Uh, I will, uh, my only feedback is we will have to focus a little bit more in Japan uh, because there are a lot of podcasts that focus on the global aspect of Bitcoin and there are very good podcasts in, in other countries and that are very good focus on, on that global uh, part. The special ingredient that we have here in Japan for Citadel Tokyo is that we're in Japan and it's one of the biggest uh, more advanced uh, economies and countries in the world. So we have this, this special uh, advantage that we are here and we can focus and, and bring more awareness about what's happening in Japan on Bitcoin to other countries because they are very interested to know about Japan and Bitcoin in Japan. So things like connecting ourselves with, with BTC Map, which is something that I plan to do in the future, I do have, I own, I own myself a domain, which is one of the projects I wanted to work on. It's called BTC Coco, which is BTC Coco. As you know, Coco means here in Japanese, Cocoa, like here. So the, this domain, I own it, and I will try to do uh, a project with that, which will be connected with a BTC map in Japan as well. I will be working, hopefully, with them. And I know that Citadel Tokyo is working with them. So uh, I think uh, that, yeah, that's my, my advice. That's my, my thought about, about uh, yeah, what, what, about the Citadels. Uh, I, I also, I also like the, the, the topic that you were describing in the first episode of the podcast, the difference between you see Citadel as a place, as a location that is protected, or you see it as a, it's, it's more like a, a a cultural thing or a, or a thought or a mission. So I, I agree with both um, because citadels, yes, uh, we can have citadels uh, about different, uh, around different areas in the world, but uh, it could be also a, a, it could be also a location, a protected place as well <laughs> for Bitcoiners that we can be protected as well. So, but more, I, I incline more to a culture. Yes, I think we can get together, and more Bitcoiners get together and educate other more uh, other Bitcoiners in Japan and other Japanese Bitcoiners, and grow that way slowly, uh, but very solid with a solid, uh, uh, solid base. Uh, I think it would be great. I would definitely be want to be part of that. That's excellent. Thank you, brother. Um, the Interview has been excellent. It's been thrilling to hear about uh, you, your past, what uh, you're working on, things that are exciting you. Do you have anything that you would like to plug, anything that you'd like people to check out, Twitter, YouTube? Please give them now. 
Um, well, uh, I can share, uh, Andy, the, the, my YouTube site. I, I am uh, in touch with Citadel Tokyo, great, th thankfully. So I will be joining the events and the meetups and looking forward to joining the, the group and meeting more of the, the, the team, of your team. I know you as well. I know you personally because it was a great first Bitcoin in Japan I met. Um, so it was a great to meet you in person uh, last year, I think it was. And um, and yeah, I look forward to continue working with you guys. Uh, my last, my last uh, things, I, I would say the only thing I, I want to blog or recommend is to look into some of the, the videos I've been creating on the YouTube channel. I will share the YouTube channel with you. And I will also, I will also share my, my Twitter uh, contact because I do, I do, as I say, I do try to educate about Bitcoin uh, freely. And also if it's needed for a business, I will also try to help that way as well. Yeah, you can find uh, our guest at Jairunet on Twitter, and he has a full link tree, which has his different uh, sites that he, he is working on now. I will add those to the show notes so you can find them find them below. You can find us on Twitter and Noster at Tokyo Citadel. You can find us on our main site, tokyocitadel.com. Remember to support us and support Jairu with some support on uh, Fountain App with a thousand set boost. We here thank Jairu for joining us, and we are building sovereignty, privacy, and hope into the Tokyo Citadel. See you next time.